Hey friends, if you struggle to find time to read the Bible, or maybe like me, you do devotions in the morning, but then you could use a little more scripture in your day, I want to make sure you know about the Dwell Bible app. What makes Dwell so special is that they read the Bible to you, and you can choose from all different books of the Bible, different plans. They even have Dwell Daily, which is a daily devotional. And what really sets Dwell apart is that they have a variety of voices. You can have read the Bible to you. Over time, I've listened to Rosie the most. She is soft and relaxed and makes you feel like you're sitting by a fireside being read to. I also love Amber's voice. It's comforting and eloquent. So good. And then you can also choose what you want in the background, whether it's music or white noise. I love hearing the piano being played while I listen to the Bible being read to me. Pretty special. Dwell has something for everyone, men, women, and even children. So go over to dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson to receive your 25% discount today. Again, that's dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson for your 25% discount. I know you're going to love it. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Aloha and welcome to the 38th episode of the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Swanson, and I'm coming to you from a rainy gray day on the north shore of Oahu in Hawaii. Wherever you are, I hope you are warm and cozy and safe. Hope you're having a great January. Here on the Boy Mom Podcast, I do my best to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this often crazy world. I have had so much fun tackling all kinds of boy topics, and I've got so many more lined up ahead, but today we're shifting gears just a little bit, and I'm really excited to bring you something different. Now, if you were around a couple weeks ago in my New Year's podcast episode, I talked about all kinds of things on my mind for this new year, both on my website and here on the podcast, and one thing I mentioned was that I'm going to be doing a little more writing on my blog. Last year, I was so busy launching this podcast and getting my book, Boy Mom, launched last August that I didn't do a lot of writing on my blog, but this year I'm excited to share more posts and especially a new series that I have been working on for a long time. This new series finally launched last week with an introduction and I had a whole bunch of people reach out and say, could you please share this series on your podcast? They said they're too busy to read blog posts. Imagine that. (laughs) But they said if it's on the podcast, they will definitely listen. And so I am a little bit torn because I really do want to share these, um, these blog posts with you, but I really also want to keep this place focused on raising boys on boy mom topics. So my compromise is this, I'm going to share a post today. I'm going to basically read the first post in the series to you here. Cause I think it is so foundational to the whole series and also just a really encouraging message for all of us. And then I'm going to encourage you to take five to 10 minutes a week to just hop over and read those posts in the series, because I think they're going to really encourage you in the season you're in. All right, so what is this series you're asking? Well, this series is titled, What Moms Need Most, Taking Care of You as You Take Care of Everyone Else. It's a new series to help women become intentional about their health, faith, marriage, work, relationships, and self-care during the crazy busy years of raising their kids. Now, most of us know that us moms are good at taking care of everyone else, right? And we want to give our sons 
and families what they need most, but it's hard to do that when we're not healthy. It's hard to do that when we're out of balance. And I have learned sometimes the hard way what this looks like. I've learned that it's not good for anybody when I'm not healthy. And so through a lot of trial and error, I've come up with some practical ways to take care of myself, practical ways to nurture my marriage, to continue to grow my faith, to keep friendships alive, to do the things that we so easily let go of during the busy years of raising our kids. And I want to share some of those with you. I also just want to share some healthy perspectives because in this season, we can just lose perspective so easily. And so we're going to tackle these topics one at a time. And I'm really excited to dive into all of them with you. I hope that you will um, hop over to the show notes as soon as you can at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. And you'll find a link to the introduction and then to the very post that I'll be reading to you today because the post I'm going to be reading is truly foundational to all the rest. Before I dive into it, I just wanted to take a minute to thank you again for the ratings and reviews over on Apple Podcasts and to remind you that I read every single one. I want to share one with you from Mom of Vineyards. Uh, she titled this Priceless Wisdom and gave me five stars, which I really appreciate. But it says here, I started listening to the Boy Mom podcast a few months ago, and I've been richly blessed by all the wisdom and practical advice given. I got the Boy Mom book for Christmas and haven't been able to put it down. Yay! It is a handbook for raising my three boys that I will refer back to for years to come. I feel like I have so much more direction in how to lead, equip, counsel, and disciple my boys than ever before, and I cannot say thank you enough, Monica. What a true blessing. And what a blessing that review was. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to me. It encourages me to keep on going and keep putting the work into this. So I appreciate it. And also, hey guys, did you hear that? If you haven't read Boy Mom yet, what are you waiting for? Just hop over to Amazon. There will be a link to it in my show notes. I hope you can all read Boy Mom and I hope it is a helpful resource and a huge encouragement to all of you. All right, so today we're going to hop in and I'm basically going to read to you what you'll find over on my blog post. Um, this is a message I put a lot of heart into and it's really a message that has been huge in my parenting journey and so this really means a lot to me and it means a lot to me that I get to share it with you. So without further ado, I get to share with you what moms need most. Here's how it goes. Before I dive into the specific topics I plan to cover in this new series, I feel compelled to begin with something I have found to be foundational to all the rest. I cannot stress this enough. And just to set the stage for what is to come, my plan is to cover each topic in the series in two ways. One is that of perspective and mindset, which I will lay a foundation for today. The other is practical action steps to help along the way. Look at that. I rhymed. Okay, that happens a lot. As much as I love talking about the practical stuff, perspective must come first. Recognizing the power of my own mindset has truly been life-changing for me. God has given us the most amazing gift of our brain and the ability to choose and direct our thoughts. I believe that when we truly grasp this, big things happen. Now, it wasn't positive mindset gurus or motivational speakers who came up with this idea. It was God's design. King Solomon wrote these inspired words in the book of Proverbs. As a man thinks, so he becomes. That's Proverbs 23, 7. I have found this to be true in so many areas of my life, and quite honestly, I'm still discovering the power of it today. I hope that after reading this post, or after listening to this podcast, you spend the next few days tuning in all the more to your own perspective at any given moment. 
I hope that you are inspired to become intentional about how you see yourself as mom and as a person. I encourage you to be self-aware as you go through these next days and weeks. Unfortunately, a positive, healthy mindset does not often come naturally. Because of our sin nature, we most naturally default to negative, unhealthy mindsets. And if we're unaware or simply not on our game with this, we can totally be caught off guard. Trust me, it happens to the best of us. Here's my embarrassing story. Many of you will remember that my parenting journey didn't exactly start off smooth. I started out with a false assumption that I'd be a naturally awesome mom and soon thereafter ate a big piece of humble pie. Parenting, it turned out, was really hard, and I wasn't a natural at all. Looking back, I realized that for the first few years of actual motherhood, I saw myself as a victim of everything happening that I had no control over. My husband was in his medical residency training, so the bulk of the parenting responsibilities landed on me. We lived on an island with no family nearby, and I had no friends. Money was tight, and I had little space or time to myself. Enter self-pity. I have this blurry memory, and I'm so glad it's blurry because it's really embarrassing, of a particular morning when I was so weary and so full of self-pity that I found myself on the floor of my bedroom, grabbing at my husband's feet as he tried to get ready for work. I was desperate for attention, for someone to acknowledge how hard my days were, how much I dreaded living what felt like the same day over and over and over again. This was the rock bottom point of my parenting journey, which I describe in chapter one of Boy Mom. Thankfully, it was in this season that I got desperate for change and prayed specifically for God's help to find a new way to think and live. This is when I made some important choices related to parenting, choices that I outline in Boy Mom that would radically change the trajectory of my son's lives. This is also when I recognized my ability to choose who I could be as a mom and as a woman. I began to see the lies that I'd been believing and learned to replace them with truth from God's word. Now there's a few resources that helped me at the bottom of this post, so I'll share those in a moment. As I began to see how much I'd been ripped off, I became more and more determined to take every thought captive from 2 Corinthians 10.5. In the same way that I'd begun to develop a vision for the young men I wanted my boys to grow up to become, I also developed a vision for the mother and person I wanted to become. And truly, everything began to change. I looked to women a season or two ahead of me who I admired and respected, and I practiced emulating their attitude and behavior. I imagined the kind of mom I wanted my boys to remember me as and started acting like her. I disciplined myself to quit comparing myself to other women. I memorized Bible verses that told me what God actually thought of me, and I started to believe them. I touched briefly on this in a little sentence tucked into that first chapter of Boy Mom where I said, quote, I began to parent with more dignity and less emotion. And I've been quite surprised by how many women reached out to me to tell me that that was actually their favorite line in the entire book. Then they typically ask, but how in the world do you do that? I get it. Moms are weary. Their emotions are often frayed. Especially when the kids are young, our days often feel more like survival than anything else. Dignified is not the first word most moms think of to describe themselves. Yet that's the word that rolled off my pen or keyboard as I wrote Boy Mom, so I had to look up its meaning. And according to Merriam-Webster, 
Dignity is defined as the state or quality of being worthy of honor or respect. Yes, that is a very good goal for moms, right? Yet you're not alone if you would say that doesn't exactly describe your current state of motherhood. But I really believe that with God's help, we all can become more worthy of honor and respect if we choose to. I wholeheartedly believe we can choose all of these things and more. We can choose to be loving and patient even when our kids are not. We can choose to walk through a messy house and smile, seeing signs of life in the mess and promising yourself that one day you may have a clean, though very quiet, house. We can choose to focus on what works for our family and refuse to compare to what we see on Instagram, Facebook, or in the neighborhood. We can choose to laugh at things that could instead make us mad or frustrated. We can choose to put on some makeup and clothes that we feel good in. We can choose to rekindle romance in our marriage, to quit focusing on all he isn't doing, and instead work on what we can do to build a beautiful marriage. We can see the special needs, learning difficulties, and generally irritating behaviors of our kids as opportunities to be used by God in a vital way. We can choose to think and pray about things that might fill us up personally and then strategize for how to make those things a regular part of our week. We can choose to see our kids as precious gifts from God and ourselves as the one God has chosen specifically to raise them. And we can choose to find joy, peace, contentment, and blessings in the midst of hard days, long nights, and rough seasons. See, friends, you can choose to be the kind of moms your kids will one day rise up and call blessed. You can choose to be joyful, life-giving, and kind. You can be clothed with strength and dignity, and you can laugh at the days to come. That's from Proverbs thirty-one twenty-five. You can choose to see each trial as a little challenge to get through with as much grace and even joy as possible. You can choose to see motherhood as a beautiful, sanctifying privilege. None of this is easy, I know, but God will give each of us the strength if we ask with a humble, sincere heart. He is for us. He is near. He is cheering us on and waiting to fill us with what we need. Now, if your default has been grumpy or frumpy, self-loathing or self-pity, may I challenge you this week to begin to catch those thoughts? May I encourage you to begin to self-assess your state of mind throughout the day? May I invite you to join me in choosing different thoughts and wildly refreshing new perspectives? Remember, they won't happen by chance. You must choose them. So here are a couple resources that helped me, and I'm going to link to these in my show notes so you can find these resources at monicaswanson.com forward slash episode dash 38. One book that really helped me many years ago is called Telling Yourself the Truth. And again, I'll have that link in my show notes. Also Beth Moore's book, Praying God's Word. And I'll probably add a couple others also in the show notes. So be sure to go over there and check those out. So friends, would you pray and ask God to show you some of the negative thought patterns that have become your default? They might be related to your value or worth, your parenting skills, your weight, your intelligence, your ability to keep up a home or a yard or a fill in the blank. Grab a journal and write down some of the things you discover. Then find statements that are true to replace them. The Bible is full of practical advice and encouraging words, so take some time to discover what God might say about you in his word. 
write scripts if it helps to trade in your current thinking for new, honest, hopeful, helpful perspectives. Practice these in a variety of circumstances this week and see what happens. This will come up in each of the topics that we're going to cover in this series, so keep this exercise on your mind. It's a new year, friends. Some of you are desperate for change in many areas of life. Some of you have been needing a mental overhaul for a long time. I believe with all of my heart that this series could change your life because I'm sharing the very things that have changed my life. So leave me a comment over in the show notes. Leave me a comment over at this blog post and share with me if this resonates with you. I just appreciate you taking the time to listen and taking the time to read that blog post as well. Um, I hope it encourages you and I do hope you can tune in to all the topics in the series. We've got a lot of uh, good ones that I think you're going to relate to coming up in the weeks ahead. So guys, I'm really excited to share with you a special interview next week, something completely different from anything I've done before. I think you're going to love it. I know I am excited about it. So thanks for being here. Thanks for spreading the word about this podcast with your friends and for sharing on social media. Anytime you share, it really helps spread the word. So thank you for that. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.